Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Money Watch ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Welcome to the Eye on Money show. It's Tuesday, April 19th, and we are here to try to help you make good financial decisions. And, you know, it doesn't have to be the best. We're not optimizers. I think that that's a funny thing, Mark. I always I guess that that's I have a big reaction to a lot of these broadcasts who are saying, you know, you've got to maximize your money. You've got to do like I don't really feel that that's like a normal way to approach life. Like, We're going to make good decisions that work for your life and for your money. So here we are. It's the middle of April. Thankfully, tax filing is behind us, unless you filed for an extension. So good luck with that. That said, we are here to try to help you out. The way we can do that is you ask you to go to our website, which is jillonmoney.com, and click the Contact Us button. And when you do, a form will pop up and tell us if you want to come on the air. And, you know, if you're a couple, it's almost like the best possible thing if you both can be on the air with us. That is what we are doing today. We are having a little marriage counseling. No, we're not doing marriage counseling. We have Stephen and Jennifer, a couple who's on the line from Connecticut. So welcome to you both. Uh, Let's start with Jennifer and you tell us what brings you to our airwaves, Jennifer. My husband is a big fan of your show, and he told me that he reached out and that he uh, would really like me to be here. So here I am. You're not a fan? What What are you listening to while he's listening to us? True crime. Oh, really? Did you get hooked in with cereal and go from there? Like, was it a rabbit hole from that point? Um, I really like Crime Junkie and Morbid, but I haven't oh. I haven't heard of cereal yet. I'll have to check them out. Cereal is like the OG... <laughs> It's phenomenal. It was um, 2014 is when Serial came out. It's very compelling. Okay. Now, hi, Steven. Since you're the big fan, what brings you to the airways, you and your wife? What's happening? Hey, Jill and Mark. A big, avid fan. I listen every day. The, the reason why I'm here is, so we're, we're, I think we're, we're doing really good. We're doing good. Uh, I'm 30. My wife's uh, 28. 
I feel like we're doing good, but I just feel like uh, what like sometimes I'm like, what what am I doing all this for? Like, what are we working towards? Mm. Are we being as a, not necessarily as efficient? Are we being almost like are we being too efficient? Uh huh. Maybe free up some cash. You start living a little, you know. Yeah. Oh, I get that. Okay. So let's go through some of the basics with you guys. First of all, so you're young and you're married, which is great. Do you have any children? We do. Uh, our son, he's turning two this July. And do you have plans for more? Yes. That's another reason why uh, I wanted to talk to you because we're, we're definitely thinking about expanding. You know, you have to do something to do that. I can't help you with that except no. <laughs> no one noting it. You guys have some work to do. Okay. Um, so you guys are doing well. Are you both working right now? Yes, we are. How much do you guys? So, Stephen, you first. How much do you earn? Uh, right now, seventy-five eight with your civilian job. Seventy-five eight with my civilian. I'm also like part-time military. I'm in the National Guard. Really? Uh, yep, yep. That plus my civilian job, I'd say eighty eighty total. Eighty grand total. Okay. So, in the civilian job, do you have a four hundred one k? I do. Yes. Okay. And are you maxing it? Are you? What are you doing in terms of the contribution. So you're doing the TSP on the National Guard. Yeah. Um, and what about your 401k? Yeah. So my wife and I this year, one of our goals is to do the, hit the IRS contribution. So 20500 And we are currently on track to do that. Okay, great. Jennifer, how much do you earn? 80900 And do you guys, you feel comfortable on this level of earnings? You know, you're putting a lot of money away on, you know, 160, putting $41,000 into retirement accounts, plus some amount in the TSP and you're getting, I'm just, I just want to make sure, uh, Stephen, I got this. You're getting your health care through the government. Yes. Okay. For both, for the whole family. Yes. Okay. Got it. How do you feel cash flow wise? You have enough money to do the stuff you want to do? Yeah, we think so. Right. Yeah. We think so. I mean, there's things that I want to like aesthetics things around our house, like renovate our kitchen. I want to make that a reality. Let's renovate their kitchen, Mark. Okay. How much is the house worth, Jennifer? What do you figure? Our house is worth a little over 300000 right? Yeah. I think it's uh, the Zestimate is like three thirty four. So what's the mortgage amount remaining? Two fourteen. dollars What's the interest rate on the mortgage? 2.63. Is it a 30-year? Yeah, it's a 30-year. Oh, my God. Don't make an extra payment. Don't you dare. No. Okay. Jennifer, how much for our kitchen renovation? What do we have to spend on this? Or whatever else you want to do. Like, give me like the, give me your dream list. If you wanted to do everything you wanted to do in the house, how much would you have to spend right now? Probably close to like at least 50,000. But there's, I guess this is something to bring up too. So the house that we live in right now, if we do decide to have more children, we're probably going to outgrow it pretty quickly. So no, so- you're not, not with that, not with that mortgage rate. You're not. Yeah. Well, well, maybe we would keep it and rent it out, but we would probably need some more space um, for our, our family, but keep the house as an investment, maybe. Um, let's say, how many square feet is this house? 1,600. About 1,600. Yeah, 1,670. Okay. So is there any way to expand the house to make it livable with a th- second kid? Uh, well, if we, I think if, if we were to have another kid, I think it'd be doable. If but, you have two more kids, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just pretend you stay in this house mm-hmm. and you want to do a renovation of not the kitchen, but like you want to make, you want to add 400 square feet somewhere. So do you have to, how much do you have to spend to do this, to make this house, the house you stay in a hundred grand? Yeah, I would say, I would, yeah, probably around there in between 50 to a hundred. Yeah. Reason say hundred. Wouldn't stay here, right? Yeah. One of the, one of the big reasons, there's a few the yard, reasons. The yard, highway. Yeah. 
ER. There's like a lot of noise from the highway. Okay. All right. That's fine. All right. So you're not spending money on a renovation if you're going to move. Let me just say that right now. Let me keep going. You've got a house. You've got a mortgage. How much money do you have in the bank? Liquid cash that we could grab on at any time. Around 90000 Great. Fabulous. That includes 60, but out of that 90, there's like 65 in brokerage accounts, which I do consider like almost liquid. It's but just, they're invested right now? They are invested, yeah. All right. So if I just say bank accounts, 35? 25, 25. 25. Okay. So there's 25 in the bank. How much is in the brokerage account? 65. And that's invested in what? Uh, funds? Yeah, Vanguard, just various funds like VTS. Okay, okay good. Okay. Bank brokerage. Uh, how about... Your retirement accounts, what's the balance right now? Total retirement assets. Total retirement, I would say in 401ks, we have 140000 and we have Roth IRAs totaling 34000 Are you also maxing out Roth IRAs in addition to your 401ks? Yes, we are. All right. This is great. This is all fantastic. The TSP? Uh, TSP, the one, so the 140 for the 401ks, yep. includes the TSP. Okay. And those are all pre-tax, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Do you guys have life insurance? We do. How much? I have $400,000 for myself and then a supplemental of 100000 for her. So, And then she has 300000 for herself. So we each have 400000 400. Okay. Yeah. Probably slightly underinsured. And you have a will and you have a durable power of attorney and you have a healthcare proxy because you have a kid. So I'm sure you do, right? We, we don't. No, we don't. No, no, but wait, but we... Yeah, we've been saying it for what? how long? So you know what happened? I was thinking about this. I knew this was going to come up. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Jennifer, what you don't know because you don't listen to the show is he knew he was going to be in a world of hurt. (laughs) I was about to just slam him for this. So here, let me hear the expert. Let me wait a second. I'm going to just lean back in my chair. Okay, great. I'm just going to get a, let me sip my coffee. All right. Keep going. I got my coffee up here. Go. So I, I was working it. Um, it's actually a free service that's provided by the um, the National Guard. So why have we done it? So yeah. So like, <laughs> it came down to the, what it came down to the executor. So when I was when it got to like it just might sound bad. But when it got to like who do you want to be the executor of your will? And I told my wife I was like man like I really want someone I can trust. So yeah. I'm really on top of their stuff to do this. And I was just thinking I'm like I don't know if we really. Is there anyone? Dude, you need some new friends or what? Like you need some. So, okay, yeah. you have, do any of you have siblings? Do both yeah, of you? We do, yeah. yeah, they're kind of bust outs. We love them. We love them. Love them, but they're not. Uh, I don't know. Your yeah. parents are still alive for you guys both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some one of your parents has to be like have their heads on their shoulders. Yeah. Uh, my, my dad kind of. Not really. Uh, <laughs> Mark, this is getting scary. Here's what you can do: pick the least objectionable person of everybody that you know. I mean, literally the least objectionable and just do it. And then you'll change it after, you know, just do like a holdover. Like even if it's like your dad is not that great or, or you have a cousin or you have a friend, whatever, but like have somebody, just have somebody and then you'll figure it out after that. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, 
As an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Let's say you sell the house. What would a house cost you guys right now? That depends on who you ask because... (laughs) Stephen is very, um, like, it's smart. He wants to live in it. So the town that we currently live in is a very desirable location. Houses here are very expensive and you don't get, like, your dollar doesn't go very far. So we, our lot is like around 10,000 square feet. So if we were to move in a less desirable town, we could possibly get a bigger house, a bigger yard for a price that we could, you know, comfortably afford. But if we want to stay in this town, we're looking at like spending yeah, a lot money. of money. Yeah, just to get just to get a flat backyard here, a decent backyard here, it's like it's tough. The zoning and everything's because it is. It's there's a lot of demand to like live in this area. Yeah, it's just hard. You got to pay a pretty okay. Pay. But so okay, let me ask two other questions. Are you planning on sending your son and potential second child to private or public schools, or does that depend on the next on the decision around the house? It depends, but we're definitely leaning public. Okay, so let's say public. So then the whole point about the public thing, which is a total scammeroonie, but it happens, is that you have to pay more to be in the place where you have a decent school system. So if, you know, I wouldn't just move to get more space in a crappy school system. By the way, house values tend to stay higher in these great places because they do have good school systems. So now I want to know how much do we have to spend for you to be in a decent school system? Maybe not your exact one you know, that you feel comfortable sending your kids to school. Give me that number. Say 400 at yeah, least. Yeah, at least, at least 400. Let's say 500 because I think you guys are lowballing this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's say it's 500. Okay, now here's the issue. Well, you're not going to do it right this second. I know that. But the way that we would finance this, let's just pretend it was today. You would have the equity in your current home, right? The $85,000 of equity, plus you'd take some money out of your brokerage account. So you'd sell what you have in the brokerage account, pay the tax that's due, and then you'd put down this, you know, $100,000. You would then have a $400,000 mortgage, okay? Mark, uh, a $400,000 mortgage, a 30-year fixed rate at 5%. Let's see what those numbers look like. Mm-hmm. You're looking at about uh, 2150. Okay. What's your current mortgage payment right now? It just went up. I think it's it's around 1700. Now, but that includes property taxes yeah. and homeowners insurance. Yep. So, um and if we are in a, a half a million dollar house in your nice neighborhood, the taxes are going to be about what? Do you have an idea? Probably fifteen to eighteen thousand. That's what I would think. Okay, so fifteen hundred, and then homeowners is another few hundred. So, how do you guys feel with a four thousand dollar a month payment? That's just on housing. Yep, it's disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> who's who's the one who wants to stay? Who wants the bigger place and a nice yard in a better in a less good school district? Which one of you? Well, I feel like there's parts of that question that applied to Stephen, and there's parts that apply to me. So I'm more comfortable, I guess, because exactly what you said about, if, say, our son or future children go to a school that may not be the best. Like, for example, that's kind of the school that I went to. It wasn't definitely wasn't the greatest, but the competition was a lot lower. So I ended up being like seventh in my class. Yeah, baby. Jennifer, the superstar. Which isn't great, you know, but I mean, it's not bad. Um, what do you mean? That's great. 
And so then you go to college and you're fine, right? Yeah, exactly. So if if we were to stay in like the town that we're in right now, I know like these kids are just probably groomed from preschool to high school, like to be, you know, Ivy leaguers. Um, so there's going to be a lot more competition, which I'm throwing shade at the, don't be throwing shade at the Ivy leaguers. I'm one of them. I'm I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. So I, I hear you. Okay. Let's think about this for a second though. Even if you move to a few towns over and we did a more affordable home, right? Instead of 500,000, let's do a $400,000 number. Okay. Mark now do, give me a $300,000 mortgage with uh at five percent and let's lower the property taxes right instead of you know fifteen hundred dollars a month we'll just do like you know a thousand dollars a month what's 300 grand at five percent 30 year fixed 16. all right so now let's say that you had instead of four thousand dollars a month has three thousand a month that seems reasonable you can afford three thousand a month so now we have some answers here I mean, four thousand a month is—you know—it's not nothing. It's—it's it's a big number. It, this isn't happening immediately, right? So the question really becomes: like, if in a year from now you're thinking about, like, okay, we have a kid now, we're pregnant, and then you're really starting to get this going. Like, now you have some idea in your brain. Now it may be that interest rates are lower at the time. It may be, right? I'm just trying to give you a framework to consider this. So in my mind. You started, you came on and you're like, we're doing well. You are doing well. If I could wave my magic wand, I would have you stay in the current house and figure out how it works. But it doesn't sound like that's actually a possibility given if you have a second child and maybe you don't even want to do that anyway. So if you're going to move, what is the game plan? I think that both Mark and I would recommend that you really start to put some more money into the non-retirement savings just so you have some money available to make this move. Mark, should should they stay invested in, in the brokerage account or not? I mean, the, I don't really know how to think about the, the move right now, whether they should be like pulling the trigger today or waiting or what? what's your recommendation, Mark? Uh, I think once you get to within like a, a year and a half window, I, I would probably start pulling that money out of the brokerage account and making sure it's safe. That way it's there when you actually need it. And, and I think between now and then the next three years, you guys, you really need to start stockpiling some cash. So what do you think? What, what is our time horizon, gang? He's only, so we've talked about, we, he's, he's only two. So we're giving ourselves up until when he starts like kindergarten. So we still have roughly three years, I think. And you know what's kind of cool? That's a good runway. That's a good runway to have. It really, really, really is. So in my mind, if we're talking, you know, we've got a few years, keep doing what you're doing, keep saving money, keep stockpiling money. You can have it in the brokerage account, but know in your minds that like, okay, we are going, no extra payments on that mortgage. We know that we're going to want to make a move. Keep stockpiling money. Keep stockpiling money. Don't stop living. You're making a lot of money together, okay? You do live in a high-tax state. You make a, a lot of money together, but you need to really be sure that like, to make this move, we want to be prepared. And that's what you can do. And then, of course, you know, beyond all of this, you do have a child. Get that damn estate planning done. Just done. Remember, the, the least objectionable person is who you're looking for. What about college savings for no, none, none right now. <laughs> so wait, we're currently saving what four hundred dollars a month? Yeah. No, 
No. Not right now. <laughs> okay. okay. That has to go into the brokerage account. Okay. Why? Oh, you see? Because you want your big house, fancy pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, so All right. How's that? How about this? Do 200 a month. Can I ask you a question, Jill, on that? Anything, anything. Um, so right now we're actually looking at new child care centers slash preschools because the one that he's in is a little rough around the edges. One thing, one point that I brought up to Stephen was we're putting, I think, a considerable amount of money away for his college savings, which may not even happen. But my husband was kind of like a little bit pushing back on um, looking at like the nicer preschools in our area or mm-hmm. saying like that's like we were already spending about $17,000 a year in daycare oh. to put him into the private school that I was looking at would be around, I think, $23,000 a year. Oh, yeah. So I said, how come we're willing to spend $400 a month on something in the future that may not even happen, but we're not willing to invest in his education right now? Yep. Okay. Well, it's only a $6,000 difference. The $17,000 can not be that crap I mean, how bad is it? It's like, so we've toured a few other centers in the last like couple of weeks. And I'll just say that like the, the center that we're at now, I don't really even know that they have any standards. Um, <laughs> they, like, I've, I've said to them. All right, like, just stop. Stop right now. I'm just stop the madness. Ready? I'm going to, I'm making this decision for you. Pay the 23,000. You're out of your minds. Don't worry about the five. Stop putting money in the 529 plans right now. Just stop. How much money's in the plan for the kid? 7,500. All right. Just stop right now. Okay. <laughs> Pull back on that. Pay for the nicer daycare. I've made the decision. That is it. Here's my theory on life about all of these things. I would rather this kid get a really good education, early education, because I do think that you're like the way that you come through the system through 12th grade is more important than what happens in the four years, the two or the four years of college. I really do. So you have to give this kid a foundation and I am making the impassioned plea for you to spend the money. Steven in cheapskate. I'm all for it. <laughs> Wait, robbing your son of opportunity. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, look, honest to God, I, I really do believe that spending this money today is going to make you guys feel better. And you, you should come on. Like, it's okay. It really is okay. And we'll get to college. You got a long way to go. All right. So I think spend the money today, pull back on the 529 plan. You got some money in there is great. If your irresponsible family members who you don't entrust to your child are, are willing to put some money in, that's fine too. But I really want you guys to be clear eyed that from what you laid out, you, the idea here is let's get to ourselves to a better house in the future. We're three to five years from that. You'll come back on the air. We'll talk about what's going on in the market then. We don't have to worry about market dynamics or mortgage rates right now. Do the stuff that you want to do to the house. Keep piling money away. You've got, you're doing an amazing job on retirement savings. So when you said we're doing good, you're doing really, really well right now. You know, you've got a few balls in the air, like many young families. We're going to prioritize. So the priority is let's get the kid into a nice daycare. Let's think about moving in three to five years. And let's get our, and most importantly, get the estate planning done. I think that's it. Thank you guys for joining us. You're fantastic. We wish you the best of luck. If you, like Stephen and Jennifer, want to join us on the program, just go to jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button. While you're there, don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter. You can follow Eye on Money wherever you find your favorite podcast. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. 
and uh, Mark Delercio. He is the co-host and executive producer. We are distributed by CBS. We encourage you to lift someone up today. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.